being an expert on general automotive knowledge, what would the correct ignition timing be on a 1955 Bel Air Chevrolet with a 327 cubic inch engine and a four-barrel carburetor? It is a trick question. Watch this. Because Chevy didn't make a 327 in 55. The 327 didn't come out till 62. And it wasn't offered in the Bel Air with a four-barrel carb till 64. However, in 1964, the correct ignition timing would be four degrees before top dead center. Get ready for another hour of Drive Radio, brought to you by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Got a question for the experts? Then give them a call, 303-477-5600. Now it's time to pop the hood and get our hands dirty. Drive Radio on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, we are back. Lines open, 303-477-5600. Tito, you're going to call in and talk about gas. Call us back. We'll get you right on air. Myself, Steve Horvath, Kurt Rogers, hanging out with us for a little bit here as well. Affordable interest mortgage. Kurt, you had something interesting to say at the top of the hour of commenting on my comment about how General Motors really doesn't care about its dealers. And I know that's a bold statement on my part, but it's an accurate statement on my part because they don't, do they? No, they really don't, and uh, I was in the car business for 22 years. I own part of a dealership, and, and the way you get cars is they're allocated to you by the manufacturer, like right. GM, and they'll send you a list of cars. Well, if you want to play along with them, you'll get a good mix. You'll get the right colors. If you don't want to play along with them, you don't get those cars that you might have pre-sold. The other dealers won't deal or trade with you. They get all the right colors, and you're stuck with certain things that just don't sell. Now you got to pay flooring on them. That's right. So it teaches, you, it teaches you how you have to play that game a little bit with them so you can stay in business. That's right. Or if they don't like you, they'll make sure that you don't. Then they'll turn around and... Take well, the dealership. Yank and give it they'll else. yank the dealership right. and give it to somebody else to start with. That's right. So, folks, again, trust me in what I just said there. <laughs> and, and as much as I like some of the cars that they've produced over the years, they they don't care anything about their their dealers. They'll say they do. They'll act like they do. They'll give it lots of lip service. But at the end of the day, all they care about are numbers. Yeah. That's it. They want a certain percentage of the market share, and if you're not giving it to them, they'll find somebody That's else. That's exactly right. John and Cheyenne, you're next, sir. Go ahead. Hey, John, sorry. I uh, No, you're fine. I had to hang up. No, I had to hang up earlier. I had a crosswind that was so loud I couldn't hear the phone. <laughs> I hear you. No worries. I came, down off the, I came down off the Cheyenne Ridge into Colorado and it calmed down enough. All right, so I got three questions. Sure. Um, for my 11 Ram, what's a recommended summer tire for that? Oh man, anything! If, if you're going to do the duel where you're going to run ro- run one in the winter, run in the summer, any good, nice highway tread tire that you know gets good fuel economy. All right, what do you like? Just Michelin for me. I was, I was <laughs> Sorry. Just, you're a Michelin Steve guy. Steve took yeah. the words out of my mouth. <laughs> Sorry. If you're really looking for a good, nice, longevity highway tire, put a set of Michelins on it. Okay. All right. Second question: When we were on vacation two weeks ago, my wife and I. We rented a Toyota 4Runner, okay. and I kind of like slow it. Runner? What's your opinion? Yeah. <laughs> a slow runner? I mean, that's my opinion. They're a great vehicle, but they're slow. Yeah, it, the, uh, I hit, yeah you put your foot in the car. Well, you well, put your and, foot and, in okay, the two, two, two things. Okay. 4Runner, great vehicle. You see, all of, you see them all over Colorado. I think some of that's a status symbol, by the way. They, you know, people buy them for all the wrong reasons. It's a great, versatile, off-road vehicle. It'll do everything you want. It's got great longevity. It has sucky power and sucky fuel economy. Okay. That's my, two com- that's my two complaints on a 4Runner. And third, sorry, I have three complaints. Sucky fuel economy, 
sucky power, and they feel heavy. They feel heavier driving them than they actually are, which I do not like. I don't know why Toyota has to put such heavy steering in them because okay. they feel much heavier than they really are. I can get out of a Tacoma, jump in my Colorado, same almost exact vehicle, except mine's probably right. heavier because it's a diesel, and yet mine will feel lighter driving it than the Tacoma does. All right. That's my other complaint. Question, and then the last question is how much extra ground clearance can you get like in a forerunner by just putting the biggest tires that'll fit without lifting it? Well, we all know that ultimately on four-wheel drives, and I did this for 30 years plus of my life, Right. ground clearance is based upon the size of the tire because you could put okay. the biggest lift kit on you want, but if you haven't raised the actual axle height and the undercarriage height of the vehicle, okay. your ground clearance didn't increase. So the best way to get extra ground clearance is by a larger tire. That's where a lot of the companies that do lift kits and things like that help when it comes to actual increased ground clearance. Now, great topic, by the way, John. Here's where guys screw up. And I'll just say it again. I'm saying a lot of things today that are probably really wrong and people don't like. But when you put a lift kit on a truck and then you go put on those stupid offset wheels that stick the tire way out beyond the body, <laughs> meaning you can't even put as large a tire on it as you should be to gain ground clearance. And guys with Jeeps will even do the same dumb thing. I don't get it, John. I just don't get it. I don't. So so you can add two or three inches of ground clearance just by putting an well, oversized tire If you tire put an it. inch taller tire, you increase ground clearance a half inch. Yep. It's always half. Okay. So if you put a two-inch larger tire, you gained an you inch an of inch. ground clearance. Okay. Yeah, because, you know, with where I live, a higher ground clearance is always the thing. Now, and that forerunner looked like it had a nice high ground clearance. They're pretty high. Now, again, ground clearance can come in all sorts of ways. I, right. and when I, everything I just said, please, nobody email me and correct me. <laughs> it's, a, it's ground clearance over what the vehicle already came with as far as the larger tire. So let's say that a right. vehicle has a 10-inch ground clearance from the factory, and you put an inch larger tire on it, you now have 10 and a half inches of ground okay. clearance. You don't have 11, you have 10 and a okay. half. And again, every vehicle has a different ground clearance. And the other thing you have to look at when you're on a four-wheel drive is the approach angle. You can have all sorts of ground clearance, but if your approach angle stinks, that ground clearance isn't doing you much good. Right, and I, I'm not looking at it for going four-wheel, and I'm looking at for get through a foot of snow. And in that case, then, and again, in your world, uh, because of straight axles and things along those lines, especially in the rear. You're independent in the front, but you're straight axle in the rear. But on bigger trucks, three-quarter right. ton, one-ton trucks, that axle, literally, the ground clearance is the bottom edge of the pumpkin you know, or the differential housing right. itself. That is your actual underneath ground clearance, and the only way to raise that is with a larger tire. Okay. So those are good things to look at. But you wouldn't get a forerunner, you're saying? Uh, no. Please, nobody out there listening accuse me of that. Oh, okay. They're a great vehicle. Uh, I like it. It's versatile. Again, my personal complaints, it's slow. In other words, they don't have that. You're always get your foot in it. That's why the fuel economy, by the way, stinks. Your foot's in it yeah. all the time. Now, you can supercharge them, or you used to be able to. I'd have to check on the new models. So one of those supercharged works very well. They've got great power. Some listeners of ours even have a vehicle like that. I know firsthand, okay. even from talking to them, that they work fabulous. When you put the TRD supercharger package on them, they work phenomenal. That's a big upgrade, though. Keep that in mind. That's a you know $7,500 yeah, minimum say, yeah. upgrade on that vehicle. Okay. So 
do I am I opposed to the vehicle? No. It's a great, solid Colorado vehicle, but I hate the steering. I hate the fuel economy because your foot's in it all the time. And when I mean by fuel economy, guys, it's 15, 16 miles to the gallon at best around town in a 4Runner. That's all they're getting. And on top of that, they're underpowered. All right, so. But longevity, versatility, everything else in it, John, they're a a fabulous vehicle. I'm not going to take anything away from the vehicle itself. Those are my personal complaints. All right, because that's what I got at the rental place, and it was brand new, and it was a really nice truck. Or SUV, as you would call it. Yeah, again, and, not... Uh, so that's why, but I was just asking you, I, I guess it'd still stay with the Tahoe if you want a full-size SUV. Well, if, if you want a full-size you know, body-on-frame, which the 4Runner is also body-on-frame, but th- those are not yeah. the two, You know, th- in my opinion, those two vehicles aren't comparable. Tahoe's much right. larger. You can tow a full-size trailer. You're not going to tow a full-size trailer with a 4Runner. I'm sorry, folks, if you're trying to. It's not meant for that. It just doesn't have enough power for it. Um, again, that vehicle has, and by the way, it's been underpowered its entire life, John. Uh, the only time a yeah. foreigner wasn't underpowered is there was a few years there where they put V8s in them, and they're they're okay. very they're very rare. They're very expensive, even if you find a good used one, because of what I just said. That was the only forerunner right. ever that ran. Mm-hmm. Oh, it okay. had power, I should so, say. Last thing, John. Well, if anybody's heading north on twenty five into Wyoming. Right over the border, there was a, a rider rental truck that was towing a, a small size pickup with a little topper on it, and the topper is sitting on the side of the interstate. The wind blew it off. Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! So I, I, I'm guessing it wasn't bolted down right. Probably not. Bad. The clamps must have come loose bad. there, John. <laughs> and the other, the other thing is I twenty I eighty between Cheyenne and Laramie's closed right now because the winter conditions. It's snowing up there a little okay. bit. Right. By the by, the summit is yeah. You can nasty, look west so. of us here and see where there's probably some snow in the mountains. Yes. Yes. But Anyways, yeah. great questions, Sean. Anybody... Great questions. All right, thanks, guys. You betcha, man. And yeah, sorry, I didn't want to get on a tangent on you I, know forerunners I, or Tacomas. I mean, a lot of folks love them, and and I I do think that there's some psychology that goes into Toyotas. Uh, you know, forerunners in Tacomas. Uh, they're just so very reliable. They, they are. I, my customers love them. I work on a lot great. of them. They're great. I think that's what people like about them. What I meant about the psychology side of it is oh, yeah. we talk about this even in politics. A lot of times people don't want to admit they're wrong, even when they buy something. In fact, they're going to justify every single thing they did in buying that, saying that was the right move, not the wrong move. I think at times... Forerunners and Tacomas fall into that, not because of the reliability factor. Steve is correct in that they're one of the most reliable vehicles on the road. So I'm not saying that there's unreliability by any stretch of the imagination. But what I'm saying is I think folks do get into it and realize after buying it that, oh, this thing doesn't really run and perform and do the things they really thought it should do on that end of things. And the fuel economy stinks. But you never hear one of them talk about that. You'll never hear a forerunner or Tacoma owner tell you their fuel economy stinks. Well, see, now I own a Tundra, and I'll tell you the, the fuel economy on that sucks. Stinks. Does it it really? sucks bad. Yeah, it literally sucks. It really does. It sucks fuel. Now, in all the other categories, I think it's a great truck. But I, I'll tell you, right, it sucks bad. But what I'm getting at is most people yeah, they that won't. own those will never talk no. about that factor. Yep. Even though it's a reality, they just, again— because of the psychology end of things, they'll never admit that those are the things they don't like now about the vehicle. they switched the engine. They got away from the, the V8 to suck the gas, and they went to the supercharger 6. 
Well, now they're doing on on Tundras. They went to the hybrid system, the, hi, the hybrid turbocharged yeah. hybrid system. Very, it's going to be awesome. I by haven't the way. driven one yet. I'm oh. afraid to go look at it. I might want to buy it. <laughs> so far, I think you will. I love that truck. Yeah. It's a great truck, by the way. All the specs that it, it oh. excites me. Mine's free and clear, so I, I won't go look. I agree with you 100. <laughs> percent So, guys, again, give us a call 303-477-5600. And again, one last thing, I just still want to highlight, which I I just have not, you know, given what I did for all those years in the four-wheel drive world and building trucks and SUVs and Jeeps and off-roading and all of that, I still don't understand that wide offset, stick the tire outside the fender. And I know if there's, if you're one of those guys driving it, please call me and tell me what, why you like that. I think it looks as stupid as sin. I don't get it. I don't know why that's such a big deal to some of you that are, to me, keep that tire tucked in, make it look like it's supposed to, keep things looking like it you know, literally came from the factory. That's the whole idea. I'm, I'm all for lift kits and all of that, but I don't understand that huge stick outside the fender tire offset. Where do you park it? I mean, the wheels... Some of them get so wide. I don't now know if they're for, wide, they're going to be on both sides of the line. I, I don't get Where it. Where are you going to park it? I, I, I don't understand that look, but that I know I'm weird, I, and I'm vocal. I get it, but I just don't understand. Now, one thing, too. I'm also vocal, and I'll tell you, even in my own vehicle, things that I don't like. I'll tell you right now, the Chevy Colorado, it's got the crappiest interior of that entire lineup of vehicles. Really? I'll be, and I own one. I'll be the first to tell you. It, it, it does not even come close to comparing interior-wise to what the Tacoma has. But there's enough other things on the vehicle I like, the diesel engine being one of them, that I like that I'll take that in and I'll, I'll sacrifice a little bit on that interior side. Now, is it not comfortable? No, but is it as nice and luxurious as the Forerunner Tacoma end of things? No, it is not. So, anyways, enough said. I'll be back in a minute. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Take advantage of Gina's European Car Special on your Audi, Volkswagen, or BMW. This month, save $30 on any repair or maintenance of $300 or more. For over 38 years, Gino's Auto Service has been serving customers along the front range. Gino's works on American, Asian, and European models. At Gino's, we are big believers in catching problems before they start. By following your manufacturer's recommended service dates, you will keep your car performing and get the most out of your vehicle. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Take advantage of Geno's European Car Special this month and save $30 on any repair or maintenance of $300 or more. We're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change BG. comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage and something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. Do you know what to do in a traffic stop? Kevin Flesh would like to give you a few tips to help keep you and your passengers safe. If you're being pulled over for a traffic violation, slow down and put on your hazards, find a well-lit location that is out of the lane of traffic, 
Keep your hands on the wheel where the officer can see them and be polite. If you feel it's necessary, record the traffic stop, and then if you need any legal help, call Kevin Flesh at Flesh Law Firm. Kevin is our legal eagle and is an expert in traffic altercations and accidents. So put this number into your phone, 303-806-8886. You can also find Kevin online at fleshlawfirm.com. Kevin Flesh, Flesh Law Firm, and proud sponsor of Drive Radio. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Welcome back. Mike from Highlands Ranch, you're next, sir. Hey, John, a couple of comments. I've owned a Tahoe and a Forerunner Limited back-to-back. Couldn't agree with you more. The, the Limited or the Forerunner's gas mileage is horrible. It's underpowered, and the brakes are crap. <laughs> and so, and you're have, an owner of one. I have. And I'm the owner of one. I bought it for the. Uh, they're they're bulletproof. They're reliable. Okay. They are. I'll give them that. But I got to tell you, I tow. I'm a fly fisherman. I tow a drift boat around. Okay. And that drift boat and trailer doesn't weigh 900 pounds. And I went through two sets of brakes stopping that thing coming down from the mountains, warped them. So I went to aftermarket brakes, and it made a massive difference. Slotted brakes, pads, the whole shooting match makes a big difference. I've owned Tahoes. Uh, my last Tahoe was an amazing vehicle in 2002. It went for 250,000 miles. Mm. But there's a big difference. Yeah, they're not one I and mean, the same at all. A big difference. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. It's apples to oranges kind of yeah, thing. Really yeah, and I appreciate you saying that from somebody that's owned both ends of it, Mike. Yeah, they, you just... Even though there are even some riders out there that will try to compare those two, they're not comparable. No, not even. I, I would say they're not even close. And then, then the wide tire thing. I never. <laughs> we we ran oil trucks in the oil fields of Wyoming, of, of you know pumper trucks. Right. The narrower the the narrower the tire, the better it went through the mud. Yep. And and absolutely in the mud and clay we had out there, the wider the tire, you might as well just it just goes sideways. And they float on top. You can't steer them. It's awful. It's awful. I don't get it. I don't either, Mike. I I, and I don't even like the look. Me personally, I guess I'm showing my age, Mike. But I just don't like that wide. You know, you've got this little skinny tire, and I know they try to get as big a rim on as they can for the look, but they use these big rims. They offset them way to the outside. I, you know, you know, huge positive offset rims. Uh, I, I just, I'm not that guy. I don't like the look. I, I'm sorry. I just don't like it. I don't get it. I, I don't get. Uh, the other thing I don't get is how come the the smallest guys on the planet have to own the biggest, most lifted truck on the planet. It's called compensation, Mike. <laughs> I know. I've heard that, too. It's called I go, compensation. Where are the great big guys in the trucks? You know, no, they're not. They're not, usually. No, you are correct in that. You, 
You have, by the way, on the on the brakes on the uh, on the forerunners. The, what the factory does if they're under warranty is they turn them. And I said, you must be joking. So I had them replace them. I replaced two sixty bucks for the fronts to replace them. But their warranty thing says we turn them. Of course, anybody that knows anything about brakes, right. you guys know this. Nobody in their right mind turns them anymore because you're shaving off metal and they heat up faster. They warp worse. That's right. Um, it's unbelievable. I just I, you could have knocked me over with a feather when the service guy told me that. Yep. And I said no. I want them replaced. And finally, after those warped, I said the heck with it. And you guys helped me get. I think it was EG some the aftermarket brakes for. It. I also put a uh, Magnuson supercharger on my 17. Wow. It helps, but it doesn't work on the low end of the Toyota. No, it does not. And I can't right. put it on I can't put it on the 20 cuz they don't have the computer program. Yeah, I was just to say they don't make them for the new ones even, so I, you you're you're out of luck even on these newer ones and and as you know, Mike, they just I mean, again, not trying to be, you know, rude hey. to Toyota. They build a really great vehicle, but they're just they're just not there's no power there. Sorry, they're not they're in my opinion they're just they're, underpowered. They're horribly underpowered. The best one they made was the V8, and you can't find them. No, you, and if you do, they're bringing uh, a pretty penny. Hmm. Yeah, well, I, you know, they're no, they're horribly underpowered, and it drives me crazy. Now, I do like the bulletproof part. Okay? I do. You're right. They'll probably Agreed. go three hundred thousand miles if you maintain them. They'll go forever. Yep. And uh, at my age, I'm hoping I don't have to buy another one, but we'll see. <laughs> Great vehicle, though. You're right. Um, the other thing is I don't think that the Chevy Tahoe was um, up to snuff in its electronics when I looked at this 2024 runner. Because um, I looked. I wasn't thrilled about what I heard about the, the electronics, and maybe I was wrong. But, you know, who knows? I, yeah, I haven't heard too many issues before. along those lines. I mean, that, that part's been pretty... Now, I will say that going through COVID, every manufacturer has had issues and recalls and so on. And I, I'm not tooting our own horn here, but we predicted some of that because the after COVID stuff, every one of these manufacturers, you know, lost people, trained new people. They've had huge, huge yeah. changes. And has it affected the quality of these new cars? Absolutely, it has. John, you know, the other side of that coin about recalls is every manufacturer gets recalled. They sure do. If you say nobody's had them, you're wrong. Or this, you know, this yep. is the da, 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 it's great. By the way, they all have them. It's inevitable. You deal with it. It's the way it goes. That's right. So. You're correct. All right. Well, Mike, as always, as you bet, man. Appreciate right. it very much. No, thank you. I appreciate that very much. Mark in Denver, you're next. Uh, it's Mark. How are you, John? Good, Mark. I've got a question for you. I've got a little rust issue on my old 3 tower, just a small spot, and I want to do my own body work, and it just I just want to grind it out and such. I know nothing about, you know, supplies. Who's who's the best guys or best business in town here to buy locally? Napa. You know, grinding wheels. Napa. Yeah. Napa. Yeah, yeah, they got the paint and everything. They yeah, they, they, they'll sell you the they'll sell you the whole nine yards, everything. They have, they have a full you know, paint and body division, Mark. Yeah. Oh, they do. Because so, I have some factory paint, which is fine in an aerosol can. But I'm just looking to grind it oh, out. Yeah, dude, like, Napa has it. They'll have the it. primer, the whole nine yards. They can, And for a lot of you listening, they can replenish even that can of factory paint if need be. 
Oh, okay. They got a division that does that. Too. Yep. Mm-hmm. What, now, now, real quick for everybody listening, I should mention this as well. Not every retail Napa store has that collision, you know, area in it. Most do, but not everyone does. So, you know, just either call ahead of time or stop in and just ask them. But the majority of these Denver ones around here, Mark, they do. Which part of Denver are you in? Southeast. Southeast. Okay. Uh, Denver University. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah, and and all of those will have it. Should be all right. So, any location you guys know about? Doesn't matter. Around this area, whatever's close to you, okay. just look it up. You know, one eight hundred Let Napa. They'll tell you where a location is. Okay, I'll I'll do that. But yeah, they have everything. They, they've got everything from you know Bondo Primer Sealer. Uh, you, I mean, anything you need, Mark. Again, they have a full entire collision center division. In fact, they've even got collision centers they brand like we do auto cares. They do the same thing on the collision side. Yeah, this is not a major. It's just on a door seam. I just want to grind it out and, and yep. you know, so it doesn't get any worse and just take it down to bare metal. I, I know I've got enough experience to do that. So they've got all that. That's where I'll go. Sure, they'll have it all. Yeah, and I, what I was going to say right. was if you went up to the main store, which is at like 70. Yeah, you can always go up there. They'll have everything up that's, there. That's where they get everything out of. Yeah, so 70, 72nd in uh, Washington, basically. Yeah, and they have everything up there. Okay. That's where they get the paint and stuff from. It's all there. If you wanted to save some okay. trouble, you can They're even there on Saturdays. Yeah. And Sundays. All right, Probably. well, I'm headed up that way right now. I guess I'll just stop. Go by there. They'll I have everything you need there, Mark. Just get a grinding wheel out for electric drill. I've got enough sandpaper. I know what to do there. So I'll just ask for some basic supplies on they, that. They got it all. Uh, jump, jump box, real quick. Costco, oh, yeah. uh, Caterpillar. I'm sure it's a rebrand. Yeah, it is. But uh, it has an air compressor to blow up a tire. It has a, a way to charge your phone. Right. It has a light, and it has an AC outlet. Not bad. To plug in plug in things yeah not bad at all it's got it all i mean it's 99 bucks i mean the air compressor is slower than spades but <laughs> yeah no, pinch, who, cares? who cares you'll who take cares? anything then yeah yeah who cares i mean if it takes 20 minutes to blow up a tire who cares right exactly Be- beats changing but one it's it's a good unit for for what it is right. gotcha makes total sense okay Mark, thanks, thanks, as always. Appreciate it. All right, let's get Greg in Denver in before the bottom of the hour. Greg, go ahead, sir. Just a general question, please. Um, I need to find a shop for maintenance of my vehicle. You've mentioned Geno's and Extreme, but I live in East Denver, almost Aurora. Oh. Is there something? Yeah, Ken Rackley, Tune Tech Automotive. You bet. We've got yeah. one right at Colfax and 225. Okay, okay. He's a good guy. That He's a real all... good guy. Yeah, Ken's great. In That's fact, he was on with to... me a couple weeks ago. Thank you very much. That was all I needed, John. You're very welcome, Greg. I appreciate that. Yep, and for all of our locations, for those of you listening, you can always go to drive-radio.com, drive-radio.com. All of our member shops are listed there as well. So if you forget any of that, you can find them all there as well. And if you're a shop and you'd like to join what we do here, let me know. Yes, there's some things you have to jump through first to make sure that you qualify to be involved with us, but we make that pretty simple and easy so you you can call me you can call steve either one of us can help you out doesn't make any difference and again just go to the website drive-radio.com this is drive radio we'll be right back klz 560 hello drive radio listeners this is chris hammond with kens and leslie distributing your local bg products distributor back again this week with your bg tech tip this week we're going to talk about allergies Because if you're anything like me, the changes of the seasons bring about plenty of new watery eyes 
and runny noses. Sure, plenty of these allergies come from the trees and the grasses outside, but what about the allergens in your car? Have you ever turned on your car fan and noticed a funky smell? You see, mold, fungus, and bacteria can form in the evaporator or the cabin air filter, leading to the presence of additional allergens and unpleasant odors in your car. Fortunately, these germs and odors can be eliminated. Visit your car care professional and ask them for a BG climate control service. This will kill the harmful germs and remove the nasty smells and help keep the air in your car safe and comfortable to breathe year-round. Thanks again, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with BG. We'll talk to you again next week. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. We all know the chip can be fixed, but who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972 and it still leads the industry in cutting edge technology. Backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company, while other glass repair services offer limited warranties or worse none at all you can trust the original novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield find a novus location near you by going to our website drive-radio.com just click on the novus link that's novus autoglass a proud sponsor of drive radio we live in uncertain times energy prices are through the roof but what can you do? You only have one option for your electrical and natural gas needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air can help you keep those costs in line by giving you a free evaluation of your heating, cooling, and electrical demands. They have several ways to save you money, one of which is an infrared test to see where heating and cooling losses may be in your home. Once they do this, they can test and help you determine what can best be done to help reduce those losses and how you can save money. They also have more efficient devices that you can upgrade to that will save you money and make your home more comfortable year after year. So for all of your electrical, heating, and cooling needs, give them a call today at 720-526-0231 or find them at fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. That's Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, our major sponsor of Fixit Radio, Drive Radio, and of course, Ready Radio. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. Most food is getting more expensive at the grocery stores, and it's largely due to the ever-increasing cost of transportation. 
Because they buy many local products raised right here in Colorado, RanchFreshMeats.com has some inflation-fighting deals to help you feed your family. This month, get 99% lean ground chicken breast on sale for only $2.99 a pound. This all-natural chicken breast is grown right here in Colorado. They also have a sale this month on Colorado-raised ground beef and bison. Have your pick of the best grass-fed, grain-fed, organic ground beef or bison found in the marketplace. The folks at RanchFreshMeats.com asked their friend Tim Beeler, who raises only heritage Duroc pork, to give them a special on-ground pork and breakfast sausages this month to offer their Colorado customers an inflation-fighting fill-your-freezer deal. And Tim agreed. Go to RanchFreshMeats.com to see all of their monthly specials, and thank you for buying local. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. I do appreciate it very much. Myself, Steve Horvath, Gino's Auto Service with us today. Charlie Grimes, of course, our engineer, and Larry Unger. Answering phones. Lines are open, by the way. Get Larry busy here. 303-477-5600. Somebody actually emailed in. Let me read this really quick. Uh, surprised at the consternation over the auto industry's push for EVs. Um, yeah, we are too, actually. They uh, And there's more to this I'll read in a moment when I get a second, but I'm surprised with it as well because, it's A, it's not as environmentally friendly as everybody thinks. Uh, the other thing that they – I guess they just seem to think money grows on trees. I mean, these people that are driving vehicles that – in some cases, they're either you know in over their head or they've got a big loan on it. And by the way, they're happy with said vehicle. I guess they just expect everybody that's out there driving to go dump their current vehicle, send it to the crusher, and then go buy an EV. But we all know that's not going to happen. Those vehicles will keep cycling back into the system as used vehicles. So even if somebody goes out and buys a brand new EV today, the old you know the old vehicle they're driving with either a diesel or gas engine is going to get cycled back into you know, somebody else driving it. So the reality is that vehicle, until it gets to be probably, you know, 14, 15 years of age, is going to be on the road. Am I, and, and it's still useful. Am I right? Yeah, if not more. I mean, you yeah. know, we're working on cars Especially that are in 20 Colorado. years old now. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I was mentioning this the other day, not this little, little bit, but we worked on, in 1980s, did we work on many 1960s cars? No, you but didn't. Now, but now it's now not unusual for us to work on 1996, 97, 98. 2000s. 2000s, yeah. yeah and no, they're you're 22 right. years old. Very good. No, that's a great point. Um, so, yeah, that's they're a really lasting a lot longer. Much longer. And they're still than useful. Ever. Yeah, thank that's you. That's the point. And they yeah, still I mean, they, they serve a purpose. But yes, they're still yes. useful. And great point. People driving. Great but, point. Uh, lines open, 303-477-5600. Eric, what's going on? Hey, guys. How are we doing, sir? Oh, hold on a second. Let me take you off speaker here. <laughs> No right. worries. Hey, just, a, just a quick side to what you guys just, just said. In the 80s, most of us could still work on the cars from the 60s. True. It didn't require a mechanical engineering degree. True. <clears throat> but anyhow, so on my 2015 Frontier, 150,000 miles, just headed into Nissan this past week and had them do the big 150K service. Also had them do upper-lower hoses. There's a little short, shorty little heater hose I had them replace. Um coolant temp sensor, uh, thermostat, um, you know, just some PM stuff. Um, I was going to have them do the water pump, but there was no water pumps available. 
Um, oh. So anyhow, that. Well, he, he the guy told me he says it's he says I can get one. He says, but do you really want to leave your, your vehicle with me for another two weeks? He says because they're he says they're on a, on a two week back order right now. So anyhow, they did this work. I picked it up on Thursday morning. Um, previously, the old coolant temp sensor that was in here. Now I have one of those scan gauges that plugs into the OBD2 port that I run all the time. Previously, the coolant temp would always run between 180 and 190. Okay. Now, with this new sensor and all this work done, it's running between 190 and 200. And when I was talking to yesterday, I was getting temps over 200, up around 210 a couple of times. And when I was talking to, I called the dealer and said, was questioning them about it, and he says, the 190 to 198 range, he said, is normal. Um, he says, your old sensor, he said, must have been bad. He says, because, he says, you shouldn't have been getting temps that low. And I said, well, I said, as far as I know, it had been like that for at least three, four years. And he said, so it probably been like that since brand new. And he says, oh, it's possible. Anyhow, um, I'm still getting, like this morning, it was 50, it, at 3.30 this morning, it was 50 degrees, and I was still getting coolant temps over 200 degrees cruising down the highway at 65 miles an hour. Now, yesterday I let it sit for about four and a half hours and cool down because they said it was possible I probably still had some air in the system. And after sitting about five hours, I added about two cups of coolant uh, to the radiator to top it off. The overflow was still full. Where are we going? Oh, my God. Is watching an accident happen in front of me. Oh, no. It's not fun. As a, as a through lane. Yeah. They just decided the turn lane uh, looked like a good through lane. Oh, there we go. <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah. Why not? Why not? And actually, I, I'm thinking it's more of a thermostat. I think a thermostat might have been opening up too wide early. and too early, and that's what the change. I don't think it's actually the sensor. I mean, sensor just senses. Okay. You right. Know. I think it's, but I, but I do agree. But I think the hotter, one well, of for emissions, the hotter the engine runs, the better the emissions. That two hundred is not uncommon at all. I, I think that's really what they want. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, agree. Well, and what's weird is now that I've had everything done and it's running a little bit warmer, I've picked up about a mile and a half per gallon of gas. Yeah, sure. makes sense. You're, you're when, getting better you know, economy I mean, with the right. warmer engine. Yes. Because it's weird, you know. I mean, these frontiers aren't aren't exactly known to be the greatest. No, oh, you're pushing a box down the road. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You Sideways. Know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it is what it is. You, you know, over the course of a hundred and some thousand miles doing over and lift on the weekends, I actually was able to keep a fifteen and a half mile per gallon life of vehicle. It's or not 15 bad. Fifteen mile per gallon. Yeah. So, but in the last year, that had dropped down to to thirteen. Um, and I filled up Thursday after I picked it up from the dealer. And I filled up this morning, and I was back up to 14 and a half. And they actually recommended, they, they on their service notes, um, at 100, he, the tech said at 160K, suggest doing all four oxygen sensors, uh, bank two, or bank one, position one, is getting lazy. Okay. So, and, it, and, on, and yeah, honestly, if it were me, I'd do them all. Yeah, well, and that's what they told me. He said, it's, he said, look, he said, it's like this. He says, parts and labor, he says, are going to be about $2,000. He says, for all four of them. 
and I just looked at him. He says, you want to know the worst part? And I said, what? He says, only 450 of that is labor. He says, the rest of it is all parts. Yeah. And, uh, it's, and the thing is, is, and I was looking online, and this brings up a question. So are there certain items that are certain sensors or parts where OEM is preferred over yes. aftermarket? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, definitely. So, like, something, because I... Now, now, and I, and I need to preface that. Let me, let me preface that, Eric. In okay. some cases, the OE part will be the same as a high-quality aftermarket part. So, you know, for example, you go to, you can go to Napa and buy a, a Delphi XYZ, which would be very, would be the same part in a lot of cases that came off of said GM vehicle. Motocraft, same deal. I mean, go down the line. Now, Denzo in his case. Denzo or in your NGK, case. Right? And, and that's the high quality end of it. Now, every line, Napa included, has their alternative lesser priced items that will not be the same. And I believe, yes, they are subpar. And I'm sorry, yeah, Napa, but that's that, the truth. Because when I was checking around and reading comments on the forum... Most on the you know, stop doing that by the way. Form. Stop doing that because <laughs> yeah. here's the, any reason I say this for everybody it's listening. Random advice. Yeah, it's random advice from a, you don't even know if that guy's got a driver's license. It could be a 16 year old kid behind a keyboard. We have no idea who that guy is. I, I'm being True. serious, guys. No, you're right. We have no, no idea. I, it could be a repost from something. Some, you know, somebody other you know other computer whiz. Now, are there some decent nuggets at times that you can gather some information? Yes, but be very, very careful with a lot of that because some of the – here's the other thing. It goes back to what I said earlier, and this is a political thing as well. A lot of people never want to admit, psychologically speaking, that they were wrong in something they either bought or something they believe in. The same is true on forums. Okay, yeah. Well, <laughs> the comments I was reading, about half were for the O2s, stick with the best quality I can buy – or OEM, uh, because you know, and you know, a lot of people were like, you know, yeah. they bought aftermarket and were having failure issues. And when I called Napa, the guy they looked it up and he says, two of the four sensors, he says I'm showing available. He says the other two I'm showing no listing for. Hmm. He says so. He says you might just have to go and get, you know, all four from the dealer. And I says great, that means I'm going to. I said because. Two of them I can't get to to do myself. I said so. I said I've got the right socket. I said, but yes. I'm just, I can't get to them. Sure. And he said, yeah. He says just have somebody do it. He says it. He said have to. He said a lot of times it's easier. He says because this way. He said if you break a wire, he says you're gonna beat yourself to death trying to fix it. He says let them do it. He said because they you know have the right tools sometimes in order to get those things apart. I have so, to say and. and I just want to say one thing, you know, and I, you know, I love Napa, and they, I give, you know, as much as I can to them, but there are other lines, and finding I could find that sensors for you aftermarket that are the original equipment yeah. without going to the dealer. Um, yeah, honestly, that's, well, and that's what when I get ready to do it, I just wish we get you guys would find a new Napa store on the, in the you know Thornton, North Glen, Westminster area. Oh. Since Larry retired, you know, we oh, all have oh yeah, <laughs> we need one. You're you're right <laughs> so, about that. We do, sure. we really need one. You're correct on that. Yeah, because I mean, my choice is either TuneTech, which is a long ways away, yep. or Arvada West, which is an even farther away. Yeah. No, I know you're. And if anybody's listening in that area that would like to join us, you're no, you are correct, Eric. That's a hole we have. You are right. Yeah. So. Yep. Anyhow. All right, man. So, so Appreciate that, it. That kind of answered my question, though. Okay. That, that, yeah, it's possible with with what's going with it. Yeah, that that's 
why I'm getting better mileage now. Yep, then. would make sense. So, all right, thanks, guys. Thanks, man. Appreciate it very much. We'll be right back, guys. Don't go anywhere. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Most oil changes are the same. Old oil out, new filter, new oil in. It's a routine, a chore on the to-do list. What if your oil change wasn't the same as the rest? What if it was life-changing? BG. A BG oil change can change your life because it comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system, which means a lifetime of peace of mind for you. Find a shop near you at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. BG. No one likes to be that person. You know the one, stuck on the side of the road, busted tire, making everyone slow down to get around them. With Legacy Automotive's new tire sales, you don't have to be that person, ever. Here in our Colorado climate, you might be closer to needing new tires than you think. A bad set of tires can be dangerous and even life-threatening. Tires should be regularly examined for cracks, bulges and blisters, and other signs of wear and tear on your vehicle. The skilled team at Legacy Automotive in Boulder will be able to examine your current set of tires, let you know what they recommend based on what they find, and help you get on the road. Legacy Automotive is a Napa Gold Certified Auto Care Shop and employs ASC Certified Technicians. So don't be that guy, and make an appointment at Legacy Automotive today at 303-396-0555, or visit them online at LegacyAutomotive.com. Legacy Automotive, locally grown auto repair. Hunting down that hard-to-find part for an out-of-the-ordinary car can be quite a time-consuming chore. Unless, of course, you just go around the corner to your local Napa Auto Parts store, where we have over 310,000 parts, all of them made to fit and perform just like the original. Yeah, there are people who say it's the journey and not the destination, but those people have never tried to find an alternator for an 82 Fiat on a Saturday. Go to NapaOnline.com for the location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. Arvada West Auto and Truck has been serving all of Western Arvada, Golden, and Wheat Ridge for more than 40 years, and they're proud to keep their customers' vehicles on the road. After starting out as a small gas station, they moved into their current building in 2004 at 11752 West 64th Avenue. Arvada West is a Napa Gold Shop, a designation only a few in the nation receive. And after 40 years of service, Arvada West Auto and Truck achieved the Napa Auto Care Shop of the Year, for the Rocky Mountain Division of Napa. They'd be thrilled to welcome you to their family. Stop by or call Arvada West Auto and Truck, 11752 West 64th Avenue, just west of Sims, or call them at 303-422-1065. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Actually, uh, Legacy Automotive up in Boulder, Brent, who works up there for Josh, actually texted this in as well. Uh, Steve, bec- just because you buy the part from the dealer as a you know original equipment manufactured part doesn't mean that's what came on the vehicle originally. Great point, Brent. So yeah, there's a lot of that where you may be going to the dealer for said part, but they may very well not have been the exact part that car came with from the factory. There, that you know, this is one of those. I guess you know there, there's there's these things going around now on the internet. Where people will go on and say, tell us, tell us something about your industry that no one knows about or that would shock most people. Mm-hmm. And so my wife the other day said, what, what's something in the automotive world that, would, that you could say in that? And I'm, I thought for a few minutes, I'm like, I don't know. I can't really think of anything that would show. This is one of them. Sure. 
So this, this, by the way, this fits into that category. Just because you go buy a part from the dealer that you think came on your car, the reality is it may very well not have. It may be a different part than what your car was made with, especially if that car is over three years of age. Sure. In the first year or two, most likely going to be the exact same part because that's the warranty side and so on. Once it starts jumping out of warranty and they start filling in or backfilling in parts in their supply chain, it may very well not be the same part the car came with, correct? Mm-hmm. And I was just going to say, I'm sure, I don't know for sure, but uh, I'm sure one of Napa's better customers are the dealerships. They are. And, you know, we don't actually, we don't even know that, but they do. We see Napa trucks. Well, that's a, yeah, you know, that's another time. inside industry <laughs> secret, I guess you could say. Mark and Wiggins, you're next, sir. Hey, good morning, guys. How we doing, sir? Oh, it's uh, blowing wind like crazy. <laughs> I know. I'm watching the flag over here, neck, you know, west of us, same way. So uh, I wanted to call and check in to see if you had a chance to get your uh, race tickets for the uh, 100th running of the Pikes Peak Hill Climb. I have not yet. I need to stop long enough and do that. I just have not done that yet. 100th oh, well, running run this out. year. So that's a big they're anniversary. 100th running. Wow. Yeah, they're going to run out of tickets. I don't think they have unlimited. It's, it's no, I'm limited. sure they don't have unlimited. And I can't remember. What's the dates of that? For some reason, I don't remember. The uh, end of June. June. End of June, right. Okay. Uh, and I, for me, i got to look at calendar. I may not be in town then, so i got to double-check that. So uh, June 26. June 26 about... is what the date is. Are you out of town that day? I don't know. I, I'll look at that when I get home and see. I, I've got some time off right around that same time frame, but I don't know exactly. Well, hopefully it works out for you. It'd be fun. Be 100th, anyway. 100th anniversary would be cool. I uh, heard you guys talking about engines and things like that, and I've got a couple of square-body vehicles that are going to need some new new power. Okay. And I've looked at, uh, you know, like Jasper engines and uh-huh. that kind of thing, but I wanted to see if you guys had actually heard of a company that's um, kind of coming together called Web Motorworks. That's W-E-B-B motorworks.com. And this is... It's actually uh, an electric crate motor. I have I have looked at some of their stuff on that, and uh, looks looks promising, but super super expensive. Right, I think the tag is about fifty to seventy. Uh, yeah, you're you're gonna be by the time you know if unless you do all the labor yourself, I think somebody's gonna have you'll have a hundred grand converting an old vehicle over to an EV. So I guess other than the cool benefit, where does the Where's the, I guess, benefit <laughs> other than... Uh, other than it's cool, none. Other than it's cool, yeah. Other than it's cool, none. I mean, I'm being honest, really. Other than a, then it's something that somebody else doesn't have. Um, other than that, if you've got money to burn, go for it. Not me, nope, no. But I do have a real question. And, and what's really weird, real quick, Mark, is what's really funny is they will probably sell some of those kits just again because of the coolness of it but you know keep in mind you got to have now a full battery pack you got to be able to do the charging which m- most people don't realize there's an entire system probably the best way for me to say it josh from legacy up in boulder can explain this better than i but there's an entire system that's taking that 220 ac or 240 ac coming out of the wall converting that into dc to charge the dc batteries on the car this is why it's very very expensive to do all of this mm-hmm. it's not plug and play is my point now what's going to be cool about these guys is they're making the motor which it is in this case 
the electric part of it, I should say, they're making it look like an original engine, which is kind of cool. Hmm. So if you open the hood, it would look factory, I guess you could say. That's pretty cool. Which is kind of cool. That is pretty cool. But it's a lot of stinking money. I do have one question on a on a '91 Chevy Suburban. Yes. Um, in the in the back, uh, I I hear a sound that kind of sounds like the body is separating from the frame when I'm backing in and out of my driveway. Uh, I have tried to crawl underneath there to to see if maybe there's something wrong with the bolts, and it looks like maybe some bolts have sheared off um, or been cut off because I don't see any. I see the 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 body pad. But I don't necessarily see like a head of a nut or a bolt, and so I've, I've been trying to find parts to see if that's yeah. If you've got like a body there. mount that's broken, and on those there was two at each corner, I believe one above the tire area, one ahead of that, and then of course going up the body, they're all on the front. If I'm not mistaken, I'm doing this from memory. One, two, three, four, five. I think there's about six each side on that suburban. So I'm, I'm looking on lmctruck.com right now, and you're right. It does show sticks. It looks like the fronts are all uh, threaded up. It looks like the one in the back, which I think is... is Probably threaded from broken. the top down on the back ones. Oh, they had little pockets right. that they fit into. Oh, that just, or in the, in the like, a, like a truck so bed. In a truck bed, yeah. to get to that? Say that again. Is, is there an access to be able to get pull to the that? Pull the carpet up. Do I have to lift the whole Got to pull the carpet up. Oh, I see. Okay. It's in, it's in the interior. You'll pull those up from the interior. Like where the spare tire area is? Yes. Well, even I think in a little bit from there because the frame's in from where that spare tire mount is on that Suburban. So it'll be in the... You have, you have to pull the carpet up and see it. You'll see the little pockets. Got it. Okay. That's perfect answer. Thank you so much. You're very that. welcome, Mark. You bet. Take care. Wow, I'm going back in time to remember those. <laughs> did Jeez, I worked yeah, no. on a lot of those. I owned numerous of those, and then, you know, of course, back in the day, worked on a bunch of those. So let's get Conrad in before the top of the hour. Conrad, you're next. What's going on? Trying to keep from blowing away up here. In oh, Detroit. man, it's bad, Conrad. It's horrible, but John. I've lived here all my life, but I've never seen it. I hate it, and I, I have too, and I still hate the wind. I can take anything but wind. That's you and I both. Hey, I'll, I'll keep you real honest. One of this, I keep seeing these diamond fire triple uh, electrode spark plugs that's advertised on TV. Are those what they're cracked up nope. to or what do you think? Never. Gimmick. Don't buy them. Never. Never. Don't even go that direction. They're awful. That's right. That's what I've heard, but I wanted to see what you thought about it, too. Yeah, so, I, I've even I, had experiences in the past when I had shops where you'd try some of the new fang. Back then, there was split fire, and there was all sorts of gimmicky spark plugs that were supposed to be the you know best thing since sliced bread. They were, All of them came back out and went in the trash. They were junk. Still are. Okay. Well, I'll just stick with my ACs and my, my uh, motor crap, or uh, auto lights. On yeah. yours, I would use auto lights on that Ford. Oh, yeah, I do. That's why I use There you go. Yeah. There you the go. On my general motor, general motor yeah, that's what I would do. Okay. okay. You, you guys take care. You're the man, Conrad. Yeah. Appreciate it very much. All right, let's go to Kevin in Colorado Springs. Kevin, go ahead. we got a couple of minutes. If we have to go longer, I'll keep you on, but let's get started. Hi, John. I was looking for a recommendation for a really strong commercial grade, I guess, of trim adhesive. 3M. Something a body shop would use to, to glue on yeah. moldings and emblems. 3M, they make a super adhesive. Actually, I've talked about it on uh, Fix-It Radio before, but 3M makes a great product. Napa 
sells that product. You can also get it at Home Depot and other places like that. But they make a two-sided adhesive tape to do exactly. Actually, in the Napa line, it'll be called molding adhesive. Yes. And it's a, a two-piece tape, two-sided Correct. tape. Correct, two-sided tape, exactly. Actually works on a lot of great okay. other things. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a guy and... <laughs> that I just have a roll in my toolbox, yeah. even at home, Kevin, all the time, because you can use it for, you name it, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, what does Napa call it? Remember? it they, they'll have the 3M line. Molding? It's a 3M tape, and, and they're, again, in their collision okay. uh, section, like I was talking about earlier, this will be in that section of what they, in what they have to offer. Okay. And they have anything in the way of a, how about tubes, stuff of uh, that kind? If you need, I don't a, like uh, the I don't like the tube adhesive. It's hard on the paint, and no. it's hard to take off, and it's messy. Use the tape instead. Cut it, cut it to fit, and use the tape. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll give it a try. All right, thanks, Kevin. John. Thanks very much. I appreciate it. All right, that's it for this this second hour. Third hour coming your way. And actually, got a guest that I interviewed earlier in the week from a website called Robo which is a company that enables you to actually buy new or used online. Their CEO, Will, is going to join us here in just one minute. So hang tight. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.